Avengers! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Excelsior, your multiversal hero pod. My name is Christian Buckley. I'm your director. Joining me, as always, the Apex legend, Jack Martin. Excelsior. How you doing, Christian? I'm doing just fine. It's uh, It got cold this week. Yeah, what's going on with that? <laughs> you know, man, I don't know. They just said, like, we're going to reach the boiling point a decade sooner than we thought i don't know you know that's the that's the reason behind everything isn't it yeah things are shaping up nicely yeah climate wise but uh you know what we have in the meantime we got that spider-man 2 <laughs> so really everything's fine you know <laughs> has there ever been a bad spider-man 2 i don't think so depending on well are you are you talking like spider-man 2 title just spider-man 2 and we got, of course, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. But, like, Spider-Man 2, the movie, and the video game, pretty excellent. There was Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro. I never played it. See, that's... I don't think it was bad. That's where my mind went immediately. Because I was like, depending on who you ask, Far From Home. But then I was like, well, specifically Spider-Man 2. I never played that PS1 game, so who knows? I don't either. I'm going to say it's okay. It's it's probably not as good as Spider-Man, though, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. How are you? I am doing well. Been playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom, as I imagine you have as well. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful video game right there. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm... I did the first mission where you get the the four little quest markers i did mm. one of those and i kind of want to do some more of that yeah because i feel a little aimless at points and i'm like i need some structure in my video games so mm. i'm gonna do that and i get lost along the way really mm. like doing the shrines as well so nice that's what yeah I'm up to. i did some of the towers i i wanted those four things that you're talking about i really wanted that in the last zelda game but i haven't done them yet instead i went to a village in the southeast and i helped participate in a local election <laughs> oh great uh so that was very fun but um yeah great year for games and spider-man 2 is the topic of conversation today for the pod because seven no six days from now as a recording may 18th we will be getting the playstation showcase 2023 where we will get most likely a deep in-depth look at Spider-Man 2 for the PS5. We're going to talk about that in just a bit. But first, let's crack open Fury's report with a little headline. Jack, we got some MCU updates for the holiday season of this year. Uh, we know the Marvels will be hitting in November. We know not much beyond that, officially. But now we know Loki will be premiering in October. And all of the episodes of Echo will be dropping binge model style. I believe November is the month for that. Mm -hmm, that's correct. So, uh, slight delay on Loki. Uh, that was initially supposed to be... I mean, we were talking about it before. You assumed it was going to be May, June, like the original season. And then the talk was late summer. I think July was something at one point. But uh, yeah, that is an October joint now. We got the the hazy vibes of the TVA for Halloween season. Yeah, I, I honestly think that is a really good time for that to come out. It's a little spooky. The first season was a little like psychologically like, whoa, what's going on here? So mm -hmm. good timing, I feel. October, very nice for Loki. Uh, we'll nowhere near be able to live up to Werewolf by Night October synergy, though. You no, know? no. That was... Man, I gotta watch that again. Yeah. I might just might just add that to the old yearly October watch fest, because mm -hmm. it's real good. But man, that was that was fantastic. The great thing, it was, it was only, what, 45, 50 minutes, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, that's an October staple at this point, you know? Sure um but yeah loki 
it can it can work. I'm sure the the marketing will have some fun stuff with the holidays. But Echo is interesting because Echo is going to be the first MCU show, I believe, at least live action. I don't know how some of the animated stuff has gone across the board, but uh, doing the binge model all at once, every episode. How do you feel about that? So for me personally, love this because I don't think Echo is going to be one of the premier MCU projects coming out of this and i like the idea of just having a show to watch all at once especially with a lot of the disney plus shows in the mcu they all kind of feel like elongated movies anyways so just drop them all at once let me binge it that'll be great i think it's a good idea to have this as a test in a sense and i i honestly feel like for a show like that it would probably get better reviews rather than being like I said elongated you know six to eight weeks or however long it takes just have it all at once I think that's a solid plan I, I know a lot of people have been disappointed with this kind of saying that this is Disney plus like not believing in their product and just dropping it all at once and forgetting about it but you know as a as a consumer of television I'm at the point now where a lot of shows I like having all at once. And I think this would fall under that category that I would not necessarily want to follow along week by week. So I'm kind of glad. But what about you? I'm pretty much in the same boat. I think uh, I prefer weekly TV, but just due to how some of the Marvel shows are structured, the binge model makes a lot more sense in terms of there are some episodes where it is just set up you know and i know there's plenty of tv shows that do that but a lot of the tv shows that do that are doing it from a television first perspective not from a we need to fit into a cinematic universe perspective first with characters you've seen in movies before and figuring out how they behave in a this elongated form right um so having a having a drop all at once i think will allow the reception to be more forgiving of any lulls where we've seen time and time again even shows that like had a huge character because echo is a lesser known character across the board um you've seen shows with larger characters kind of falter because of the pacing episodes all these things the the same complaints people throw at pretty much every mcu show where introducing us on a deeper level because i know there was the connection with hawkeye um to a new character i think doing all at once is a good move and i kind of wish some of the other shows that we did have the last year and a half did the same thing like i think there was something to well, I'll, I'll go with this one first. I think Moon Knight should have done that. I think Moon Knight, I would have way less issues with that show if they dropped all the episodes at once. Yeah, for sure. There's so many of the Disney Plus MCU shows that probably would benefit from this type of model. I think She-Hulk is a really great example of a show that should be week by week, and they use that very well. But a show like Falcon and the Winter Soldier probably could have benefited from being dropped all at once yeah i don't that th that is like the typical show that feels like they took a movie and just made it into six or eight episodes of a tv show kind of same with uh hawkeye mm -hmm. in my opinion so yeah i i hope this is more so a test to see what works rather than disney just going mm, you know we don't necessarily want to keep this going especially at like a a pretty peak time for tv like through throughout the uh throughout november like into december when a lot more people are going to be at home mm -hmm. for the holidays and all that so i'm curious to see if they're like you know what some shows going forward are just gonna be dropped all at once some are going to be the week by week demand your attention premiere television shows mm -hmm. i kind of hope they do that kind of hope they use this as a test um shows yeah. like even like the mandalorian i feel like man i 
this point, I kind of would love to see that drop all at once. Um, so maybe this would be better for Disney Plus in general, where you got shows like Andor, which is certainly a week by week show, mm-hmm. and then like some uh, lesser shows could be dropped weekly, or excuse me, dropped all at once. Yeah, and I I, I was originally going to go before I said Moon Knight. What I was going to say was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but like I think that show did have a bump of like the post WandaVision buzz, where WandaVision worked really well weekly, and. It was sort of coasting off that that high, you know, of like, wow, this is a really cool format. And then the stuff with John Walker and like the the suspense they had on the first half of that show. Um, but I'm with you. And I, I think something like Secret Invasion, which we have coming up in a matter of weeks, is another one where it's like, okay, espionage, suspense, and or I'm not going to say it's going to reach the highs of Andor, but, you know, like the same genre on a broad stroke that works well week to week because you have constant stakes ideally you have a slow burn rising tension and that lends itself to good week to week tv um where some of those other ones are like yeah they're long movies you know so i i hope you're right i hope that this is a let's try this see how it goes um because i i'd be i'd be happy if they started doing this for more things down the pipe i agree does this give you more or less confidence in the quality of the show or does it not even move the needle for you it doesn't change anything for me at all i i think the people who are reading into this as like a doom and gloom thing are they like they wanted this show to be bad is the vibe i'm getting right yeah, this this doesn't really do anything to me in saying one way or another. If they really didn't care for the show, they would just cancel it. Quite honestly. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't I don't think this does this makes me think it's going to be a horrible show or a fantastic show. I think it's just a matter of scheduling. Mhm. And because... honestly, like I feel like a lot of people do like the drop all at once model that a has been so do. regular at this point. So, I'm sure a lot of people are going to like this. We are absolutely in the minority on enjoying, like, preferring TV that plays to the fact that it is releasing weekly, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm at the point now, though, where a show really needs to demand my attention and earn sure. its weekly format. Like, something like The Last of Us or Andor, where I like having that conversation last multiple weeks. Even something like Stranger Things, I would like weekly. It's I would too. great to binge it, I suppose. But um it yeah, it for a show like The Bad Batch, for instance, man, I don't want to come back to that week by week. Let me just I don't either. I, I just get stopped. rid of that thing. I stopped doing yeah. that and I watched them all. Yeah. That's one of those shows where there are season two had a lot of great episodes, but mm. you really had to dig through so many weeks of just fluff to get to the gold there. And mm. Yeah, I just I can't really deal with that anymore. I like a lot of shows. Some of those shows like just need to drop all at once because, like we were talking about, I feel like the negativity from those shows is a lot of it is waiting week by week to be like, oh great, we have a little side quest adventure that I waited a whole week to to see. Uh, that would be completely, you know, null and void if you just have twenty minutes of time. Be like, you know what? I'll get through it and get to the next one. So. Maybe uh, maybe that'll help with this show. Mm-hmm. And here here's a novel idea. What if instead of the priority being we have a destination we have to hype up, what if it was just like well written character drama? Like what if what if what if that was the end goal? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. It would be really cool. They, but they can't all be Andor, you know. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh, there was one other. Oh, speaking of well-written character drama, and of the Lost Quantum is on Disney Plus now. Oh boy, you got some catching up to do. I do. How many MCU projects are you in the hole for? Uh, too many. I, I still have to watch Wakanda Forever. It's just it's three hours. I know I can watch it at home. All right, I have to now. But like, that's three hours of Zelda. That's like. Mm-hmm. 
I could split it up, but I hate doing that, you know? Yeah, no. I don't I don't want to reach that point. I'm only 26. I don't want to reach that point where I'm like, I'll watch half of this three-hour movie tonight and half next week. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe when I'm like 50. <laughs> I don't know, man. That one, and it's like good. Yeah, I'm it's sure right. it's very good. It's just like the, the idea of like sitting down, dedicating a night to that just for the sake of being caught up. That one does feel like a dedication thing. I don't think... I don't love that movie. I think it's mostly good. But, man, it is very long. But, dude, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumadium, like, ugh. There is no amount of motivation I could have to see that again. Maybe maybe I watch that first, and then I use Wakanda Forever as a palate cleanser. Sure. That's probably a good idea. Because I doubt they connect at no. all <laughs> i don't think they do whatsoever wonderful uh well, yeah that's your update also avatar the way of water coming out on disney plus very soon as well and Ooh. while you're at it mario movie also on streaming or on demand i don't know if it's on like a streaming service but yeah you rent it. that's a movie i need to see yeah it's it's a brisk 90 minutes too oh i'm all about that yeah like it flies. It zooms. I thought it was a Sonic movie with how fast it went by. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to video <laughs> games, though. Speaking of Mario and Sonic, you know who I think of after those two, Jack? Who's that? Spider-Man. <laughs> wow. I mean, he's a great video game character. He is. Some would say he is the face of PlayStation these days. Probably. Yeah, I, I would say that personally. I think he kind of is. Yeah, man. Who else is there? Him and him and Ellie and Aloy and yeah. Jin. Yeah, but even then, it's like it's Spider Man. Yeah, you know? right. It's there, like, it's there's like... yeah, there's a certain level of of fame that one character has over the rest of them for sure. Yes, which like is it unfair? maybe but it doesn't change the fact it's like no, spider-man yeah. is selling consoles spider-man's face is on all these playstation billboards like the the numbers this game's gonna do i'm very curious very curious about yeah me too uh because video metrics always really good for these insomniac spider-man games and uh next week we will have the playstation showcase the first one since fall 2021 which i believe is where we got the reveal of spider-man 2 from insomniac and that was the last time we've seen that game uh we really even haven't seen it we just saw the pre-rendered sequence of peter with the iron spider mechanical legs and miles and the venom in the hallway or alley that's it that's all that exists for this game that we've seen that that one screenshot that trailer and now a comic book so can you believe it's been two years and we've seen nothing practically of that game that's like the opposite of spider-man one we had seen so much of that game yeah since like 2016 leading up to 2018 yeah we saw that annually we saw like 10 minutes of that thing annually we saw yeah. basically the entire game in terms of like the set pieces uh but that is most likely going to be the headliner of the playstation showcase next week do you agree sure yeah absolutely because that's the that's the game that's coming up next for yes. them most prominently yeah uh now do you think that this is going to be like opener closer middle of the show let's settle with some spidey where are you expecting this to fall i don't see it closing the show yeah because i think they close the show with like a surprise me too so i could see this being like the the second to last thing before they're like you know what we're gonna leave you with one more thing Mm -hmm. or i could see it opening just anywhere but last personally it's funny you say that because I think back to the reveal trailer, right? And Spider-Man, I believe, was the second-to-last thing they showed in 2016 at that E3. And I I believe 
the follow-up, they ended on gameplay for Days Gone. <laughs> oh boy! So that was, hey, that was a could be another time. Sony Bend uh, trailer yeah. at the end of this one. It's been a while. That's true. That's very true. I'm kind of expecting them to show up, but Spider-Man, regardless, is going to take up at least ten minutes, probably ten to fifteen, maybe. It's like an hour-long show, a little over an hour. They said so. Yeah. What do you want to see? What What are you expecting to see out of Spider-Man? Like, do you think we get some talking heads? Do you think we get a gameplay demo with some voiceover? You think it's just here's the game? What do you What are you expecting? What are you hoping to see for Spider-Man Two next week? Um, I mean, at a baseline just gameplay and i think it would be similar to the rooftop gameplay that we got for the original spider-man mm-hmm. but now that you say talking heads like kind of makes me think of the band no it kind of makes me think <laughs> of the suicide squad showcase from a few months ago oh, remember how that wow. game was canceled? Oh yeah um but what they did there was show off the game and then afterwards have like a brief message from the devs and i could see that they they tend to do that for playstation uh, I think the last showcase they had people come on talking about, I forget which game, but someone was coming on. I think they talked about Horizon, actually. Last time they had someone come on, like, sort of do a talking head about the game. I think at that point they talked about the release date had changed, things like that. So I could see them doing that, like, showing off the gameplay and then being like, uh, with Spider-Man 2, we have all these new mechanics, like changing characters between Miles and Peter at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. or these new gadgets that Peter can use or these new Venom abilities that Miles can use. So that's, I think that's certainly possible. Yeah, that's the main thing I'm curious about. I'm still on the fence of if I even want to watch the Spider-Man sequence um, because as you mentioned earlier about how much we saw of the original game, right? Like, I, I do feel that that was kind of detrimental to my feelings on the story of the game outside of the fact that in the first two minutes you're like oh this is where the story's going you know um so i am curious to see how they position it this time i'm definitely focused on okay mechanically what are you doing for like combat in this game what are you doing to build it up uh because i do think miles morales was a sizable step up in terms of combat for me personally uh with the Insomniac Spider-Man games where I think I think combat in Spider-Man 2018 is good. It's very heavily Arkham inspired with some like Ratchet and Clank DNA in there, but it's good. Miles though, I really did prefer the versatility he had and the venom abilities he had. So I want to see if they work any of that complexity into Peter outside of just like shortcuts with gadgets like are these legs going to be just essential to how he plays and how he feels in combat now to give him some parity to Miles with the Venom abilities? Like, that's my big question. I really hope they lean into that. Um, as far as, like, story goes, though, I really don't need to see much. I, I kind of hope it is similar to what you said with the rooftop demo of, like, I don't know, who's some, like, C-list marvel villain like hydro man is stealing a, <laughs> a bank peter and miles gotta work together to take him down chase him down beat him up and that's 10 minutes that's my hope did you ever go to universal i have not the spider-man ride there i don't know if that's still there i hope it is i'm sure I it's very it out- oh, I, that's great that's actually really great to hear if it is it's very outdated i'm sure <laughs> visually but I went on there and Hydro Man is like one of the villains in there, involved in there. So that'd be cool to see. That's I'd fun. be all about that. But like something that's inconsequential to everything else. Like I don't need to sure. see Venom. I definitely don't need to see the Green Goblin if he's in this. Like, that's the thing though. I feel like Venom will be the the end like tease. You yeah. know how like at the end of the rooftop demo is Mr. Negative? Yeah. I think we'll do that with Venom. Just because you got to have a hype moment like that. Honestly, though, yeah. or Green Goblin. I feel like you have to end with something very hype. So 
I think you're right, but man, if they show Green Goblin in this, I'm going to be so mad. Because, <laughs> like, we know it's coming, you know? And you've already, like, played the Venom card, so, like, lean into that if you need a hype moment. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I don't need teases of when Norman gets the mask, you know? <laughs> like, um, I, I would prefer if they did have to do Venom. I, I still hope they kind of, like, don't really confirm or deny if it's Harry or Eddie, like, don't have, like, Venom unmask and then Spider-Man's, like, Harry Osborn, the way sure. that, like, because you reminded me of um, when they show Mr. Negative and Peter's, like, Martin Lee. So, like, nobody knows who Mr. Negative is. And when we pick up the game, we see Martin Lee, this friendly guy working with Aunt May. You're like, oh, so he's the other bad guy. Okay, great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good point. So that's my main concern, but I am excited to see this game. Like, I want to see Miles. I want to see a potential tag team system. Do you think they'll actually go in on that? Yeah, I think you mentioned Arkham, like with especially with the Arkham Knight stuff, mm-hmm. switching between like doing the double team takedowns or whatever. That's almost a lock for that to be in this game. I've been saying for a while I really want that GTA style. You're on one yeah. side of Manhattan, the other person on the other. You hit down on the D-pad, you zoom out, you zoom back into the other character. Or you're swinging around as one character, then you see the other one swing by and be like, hey, you want to go get some pizza? Or do you want to go fight crime? And you like accept that little buddy mission or whatever. That'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Or you get maybe that GTA 4 Roman colony to go bowling, except Peter's colony to fight crime. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I want, like, the open world in Spider-Man is mostly just a venue and a playground for you to get from point A to point B. It's not Mm -hmm. very, like, it's not super interactive. I think it'd be cool if they add elements like that to make it a little bit more dynamic, and they showcase that uh, next week. That'd be cool. Yeah, I I definitely agree there. And I'm curious to, like, we're, we're both planning on doing the spider-man games leading up to this so like i i'm sure there's going to be a lot of this conversation there but like yeah side quests i would really love to see fleshed out here besides the ones from one and miles which are like you know there's the random crimes there's the the combat challenges there's the um chase the drone or the birds or whatever um I would love to see them get a little weird with it, you know, like, like Spider-Man games on the PS2 side quest weird of like, Mary Jane is going to be late, swing her through the city, or like, deliver this pizza as Peter... don't flip around too much. Yeah, like, something like that, they don't have to go that absurd with it, but just shooting some personality into the open world with the side quests, I, I would definitely love to see that too. Yeah, that's the thing I think is missing from those games, where it just kind of feels like a Ubisoft checklist open world, yeah. mm-hmm. which is fine because it's fun to just traverse the world as Spider-Man, and yeah. all those things that you can do take so quick are just like so easy to do that it doesn't feel overwhelming, but it would be nice to have like a really flush out world. And I do think like with this being a next-gen only PS5 game, that I would hope, similar to how Tears of the Kingdom uses Breath of the Wild's map, but expands upon it in interesting ways, mm-hmm. I feel like the density of the city would be a lot more intense in this game. Maybe, like, the pedestrians, like, the attention to detail will just be a lot more upscaled since 2018's, like, PS4 version. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my hope there. Yeah, I, I think that's... I'm glad you brought that up. That's the next thing I was going to ask you. Like, how do you want this game to show off that it's next gen? Because this is, believe it or not, one of the first, like, huge, this is PS5 only era games. Like, we did have, what, Ratchet & Clank from Insomniac, Returnal, but those are much more, like, focused games. This is an open world, right? So... How, how do they deliver on that? I think what you're bringing up with the, you know, making New York feel a little more alive is definitely a possibility. One that I think is 
preferred. You know, I don't think they're going to redesign Manhattan. Um, but there's a couple avenues they could go for scope. There's expanding into the boroughs, like uh, you could get Brooklyn, Queens. You could get a little wacky with it and go multiverse. <laughs> but yeah, I'm curious. I'm definitely curious to see what they do to show off like this is next gen besides like there's race tracing and there's more particles on screen and more people yeah i have not felt that any game so far has felt particularly next gen like really that leap to the next console i agree so i hope this is the one dude i was playing jedi survivor and i had to wait (laughs) for the bar to load (laughs) that was like have you encountered that no i don't think so uh Dude, trying to get into the saloon on Kobo, like the main sort of hideout. It's oh, like so, yeah. so many times, like I wait at the door and it's like loading. And you see like the yellow bar above the door. At first I was like, what's going on here? And I was like, oh my God, this game is loading. It's 2023 and this game is loading. What is going on? I felt, oh man, that was really disappointing. That was like kind of a no-no playing that game. I could not believe that. See, I... As as much as I would love Spider Man to be like the the showpiece that's like we're really in it now, I don't think it will be because what we're talking about, this is a game that's built off of bones that were created for the PS4. Um unless they get like super out there with it and like actually do multiverse and it's like there's three levels of New York you can hop between at all times and they're all running consistent. Like, unless they do that, um, I'm sure it'll look very nice, but like I, my my expectation is, imagine if Jedi Survivor was polished. That's probably the experience we're gonna have a Spider Man. Of like this looks really great, and is so impressive, like visually. But you I think don't there's know if gonna, gonna be a feel next gen. Yeah, do you think there's gonna be a sixty frames per second mode? I, I mm, that's a good question. I feel like there will be. And I would be disappointed if there wasn't because it feels so smooth to swing around yeah. that city with like a locked 60 frames. I have been on the, I think 40 frames is a good middle ground, the 120 hertz mode. And Insomniac is really the only studio that's been doing that. <laughs> um, but that is specifically for people who have a monitor who supports it, right? But. 40 frames does feel so much smoother than 30 and it's only a 10 frame bump and it retains i i'm pretty sure all of the visual fidelity that you lose when you swap to 60 at least in the spider-man games um and ratchet and somniac was able to do um use the 120 hertz mode to get 40 frames which feels a lot smoother and keeps up all the ray tracing 1440 to 4k resolution like all that stuff so it's insomniac so probably they'll have a 60 frames but i think for sure they'll have a one uh, yeah 120 hertz 40 frames because nobody else is really doing that in the playstation first parties for new stuff like uncharted remastered had even a 120 fps mode but yeah, I don't think The Last of Us Factions 2 will have 120 frames per second mode. No. So. Um, we know PlayStation is pushing multiplayer live services. Insomniac, I believe, if you listen to job listings, is making a multiplayer game. Do you think that's in any way tied to Spider-Man 2? Ooh, I don't know. Every Spider Man, maybe, maybe. I don't think in this game. No, I think it'd be a separate game. Mm-hmm. Every studio in PlayStation seems to be working on an additional like multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Like there's the Horizon game. I don't know if that's being developed by Gorilla, but like every IP oh. seems to have a multiplayer game attached to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess in what better way to do that for Spider Man? Um. 
I know Pixel Opus got shut down. There was some speculation that they were maybe working on a Spider-Verse game because they were working on a Sony Pictures game. So, but I, I feel like Spider-Verse is the answer there. If you want to do a multiplayer Spider-Man game, it is. it just has to be Spider-Verse. But I don't think we see that next week. Let me paint you a picture. Okay. We're watching the showcase next week. We're seeing Peter swing through the Manhattan city streets, ray tracing everywhere, thunder, lightning, rain effects. We're so, we're dazzled. You know, there's a there's a beam shooting out of the sky that we're chasing, right to to go shut down some mad scientist weather machine. Peter swinging left and right, going as fast as he can. The SSD showing off everything. Ping, top right. Miles has joined the session. No, please don't. <laughs> the two of them team up. They start swinging together. You and your buddy. You perch on a rooftop. You see some goons standing outside of no. where this building that was taken over is. You both take them down. You climb the building. You get inside the building. Time for stealth. Numbers are popping up. It's no. Gotham Knights all over again. Stop. Stop describing Gotham Knights. You're giving me yeah. flashbacks. That was the if- exact sequence. <laughs> I know. If we see that, I would I would be and it's Spider-Man 2 is that game. I would be supremely disappointed. Like there's there has been, I got to be honest, if anyone shows that type of a game anymore, it's probably going to be bad. Like there has any game released recently where they've done that and be like, "You know what? That was that was a good game." No. It has not happened <laughs> ever, really. If you're showing something like that, it's going to be bad probably so don't i'm do trying to think because there, like, mu- there must be one i don't think but so i don't know like maybe destiny well destiny's weird because destiny's basically an mmo yeah kind of so like it is a little different but like like gotham knights not good yeah. suicide squad delayed for yeah so long after that Ever. demo yeah um you know marvel's avengers hit or miss but that's i guess that's similar to the destiny situation i guess but if you're showing off a game that has co-op elements like that like you are on a track to release a bad game just based off of the history of those types of video games now if memory serves, Insomniac did make a multiplayer co-op game called Fuse, I think, for the Xbox 360. Is that true? Mm, I don't know. That that sounds not familiar. You know, to me. what I I might be completely wrong here, but I believe I remember seeing a trailer that was like Insomniac presents Project Overwatch, and then it came. It got <laughs> renamed to Fuse. I I I. This is what my memory is telling me. I'm looking it up right now. But I think it was like a squad-based shooter. This came out in 2013? Yeah, published by EA. Announced as Overstrike before it was rebranded. Overstrike, okay. Wow. Isn't that wild? I... This would be a great trivia question. This is not look or sound familiar to me whatsoever. Well, the wild thing is I remember the reveal trailer for when it was Overstrike. It was, like, super cartoony, and then it got renamed, and then it came out, and it looked like this. But my point is, it's been a minute since Insomniac has made a multiplayer game, so maybe they want to. Maybe they want to try that again. I don't know. I think it's just the PlayStation mandate of, hey, we got to just see what sticks. There's so many multiplayer games coming out. (laughs) You know what sticks, Jack? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Spider-Man. Honestly, like it could be, it could be cool to have like a stylized, like Fortnite-y sort of Spider-Man multiverse game, but can't be this though. Don't so don't make Spider-Man two multiplayer, and I don't think it will be. Like ninety-nine percent sure, it's not going to be multiplayer. My yeah, I, if we're being real, like I don't think this is going to be a co-op game. No, like Peter and Miles, I don't think that's this. But my favorite PlayStation multiplayer game ever, I think, 
first party exclusive we're talking is Ghost of Tsushima Legends. I think that was a fantastic like B-side multiplayer project tied into a really great A-side single player game. So like if that Insomniac game is tied into this in some capacity where single player just like Ghost of Tsushima is its own self-contained thing but we also built this multiplayer thing another team that we're tying into the main menu and you can like have costume things to unlock across both modes but and again following the legends footsteps it's like pick a class you got four players you can do missions and then eventually there's a raid you can do and that's it i'd be stoked if that was the case um I, I, I think there is a Spider-Man multiplayer thing that's probably being worked on at PlayStation right now. I just don't know if it's tied into this specifically. Yeah, I like that idea of it being like an ancillary thing and like releasing yeah. after the game. Like don't don't pull the fo- focus away from the main game. Yeah, and Ghost Legends also eventually got a standalone release. So like they could do that. They could make it free to play. They could make it 10 bucks, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah i'm open to it i think that'd be really cool and i'd prefer them tackle the spider-verse in something like that than this game single player story now non-marvel non-spider-man related any predictions for the playstation showcase i think it's going to be a very safe show i think you're going to be able to predict pretty much everything that could show up there um I think the big surprise might be something from Naughty Dog that's not Factions. I I believe they're doing Last of Us Part 3 next just to like have the final say on that and then move on for good. Um, and maybe that's the closer, just like a cinematic. Um, I, I think Bend is a safe bet. I don't think we're going to see Ghost 2 as much as that would make me excited. Um, Ghost 2 and Spider-Man 2 were like the reasons I bought a PS5 um, Death Stranding I think is going to slip the Keeley and Metal Gear Solid 3 remake Those are that's that's my expectation for the show what do you think? yeah that's pretty solid my, my like prediction is with the Metal Gear Solid remake I think David Hayter comes back I don't know if he's hinted at that at all but I feel like he's coming back has he talked about anything related to that I feel like voice actors leak their stuff all the time and maybe I miss I mean I feel like he'd know though but he's busy I think he's writing shows like he's got stuff going on he's just doing snake cameos you know yeah I do think he'll come back. Cause I do too, but how funny would it be if it was Kiefer? <laughs> oh, that would be... That would be... I feel so bad for David Hayter if that happens. Yeah. I mean, David Hayter still owns Solid Snake, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, four people own Big Boss. <laughs> That's true. Um, but, yeah. Do, do you... We'll get back to Marvel in a second, but do you, do you think that that snake eater remake is going to be like good or do you think it's going to look like kind of budget because like i saw people hyping up that silent hill 2 remake i thought that thing looked bad i don't <laughs> That's know on the konami joint so i'm really not familiar with konami at all so i and isn't the studio like virtuous studio is this isn't this like their first project virtuous i think has been a support i'll, I'll fact check that real quick okay maybe not then but i like i don't know the studio at all so i can't even i can't even speculate uh i would hope given the given the ip that they treated like how resident evil has treated their remakes and it's just like supremely amazing and with playstation backing it i feel like that gives me a lot of optimism so i'd hope it'd be like that uh my thinking with this is they're just starting at the base timeline like the base first game in the timeline 
And I hope they were just like, you know what? Here's Metal Gear Solid 3. Or here's Metal Gear Solid uh, Snake Eater. I, I think they dropped the three. And they just say Peace Walker and Phantom Pain are like, they're already good. So we're going to move on to Metal Gear after this. And then do Metal Gear 2. And then Metal Gear Solid eventually. So Virtuous has been a port studio for a long time. Um Looks like they worked on the Final Fantasy X ports for the PS3 and Vita. They did uh, Batman Return to Arkham, which is uh, a little shaky for me. They did support art on Horizon 1 and 2. Uh, They ported Horizon Zero Dawn to Windows. Uh, They worked on the Switch port for the Outer Worlds. So yeah, they're mostly a port remastered team. So, we'll see. Last time we heard a port remaster team doing a game, it was Knights of the Old Republic, and that is Vaporware. Yeah. So. So. Like. Best case scenario, they're like new legacy collection, including four available on modern consoles. They all have trophies, and then I'd be fine. I truthfully, I don't think I need a remake for any of these games. Like, I don't need one you know no just let me play them with trophies <laughs> that's the thing and they they were they removed them from playstation right recently or like all digital storefronts essentially yeah i mean they were never really on playstation they were on ps now before right. that weird thing happened with the rebrand um but yeah i don't th- they were delisted from xbox and steam and digital storefronts so that seems suspiciously convenient given like the rumors of this game coming out so if they were like hey you can also buy everything now on modern consoles sure yeah dude if i can start playing metal gear solid one with trophy support on my ps5 next week that would be something metal gear solid 4 man if you can play that like with uncapped frame rate on ps5 Mm -hmm. oh yeah so we'll see um what's the what's the hype level for you with this playstation showcase right now out of 10 where you at i'd say like a solid eight or nine it's been a while since we've heard anything from playstation they've been like very cagey within the past five years or so Mm -hmm. like they just don't really talk too much to the audience so i'm excited to, to see what that got going how about you with I, I I'd probably say an eight, maybe maybe a seven five if I'm being pessimistic about what's going down here. Because you know there's a lot of stuff to juggle. They got PSVR two, they got a uh, twelve live service games they're working on. Um, so I, I'm wondering with the twelve live services in the PSVR, we know Spider Man's a given, but Insomniac is making another Marvel game wolverine do you think that has anything here at all Uh, if it is here which i think it could be because i think they they're saying like oh it they were optimistic not optimistic they were hopeful it'd be out in 2024 i remember there was that uh rumor i don't think that's possible but they were at least saying that so it seems like it's very far into to development if they're thinking that um I don't think we see gameplay, but I think we see more of a story trailer than we did uh, a couple years ago, which is more of just a tone setter. I think we get a trailer that we have a good sense of what the actual story is. So yeah, I think that's possible. Insomniac has yet to officially comment. Rumors say fall 2024. Jeff Grubb claims it will either be out late 2024 or potentially 2025. So, I, I think you're right. If it does show here, it's going to be a cinematic story beat. We'll get confirmation of a voice actor. Is it Steve Bloom? Is it not? We'll know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think we see this here. I think maybe that could be a Game Awards hit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like once Spider-Man is out. Um, but my hope for that is that it's very different from 
Spider-Man. Tone aside, just like different type of game. I don't need it to be an open world. I hope it's like tight linear action, you know? Yeah. I honestly think God of War or Jedi Survivors, like kind of the experiences I think of. Sure. Where if they want to have like semi-open sections, sure. But for the most part, those are all like linear experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my mind always goes back to Yakuza because Yakuza is a smaller sk- city that does have like certain story sequences where places are blocked off, but mm-hmm. it's like it's like a very dense city, seedy. You can beat people up left and right. Like that's Wolverine, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but we will see. We will see how much Marvel shows up. Um. I guess since we've opened up to DC as well lately, do you think we see any DC stuff or any other Marvel projects? Do, does PlayStation have more than two Marvel exclusives? I don't know about other Marvel stuff. Maybe we see the Wonder Woman game. Okay. But again, that seems like a Keeley thing. If he Good did point, that at yeah. Game Awards, so maybe that's Summer Games to us. But no, I think if we see those Marvel things, it's just those two things. Yeah, I'd kind of be a little disappointed if another playstation studio is tied up with marvel as cool as these games are like let them do other stuff you know yeah for sure but we'll have all these answers we'll have thoughts takes opinions on what we see from spider-man next episode but until then jack where can the agents of excelsior find you you can follow me on twitter and blue sky <laughs> ah, at fascinated nice. jack i don't know about that one yet I don't know about that one yet. It's literally just Twitter, but different. So, yeah. I mean, if we all jump ship, then you can find me there, but I'm not using it until I have to. So, that's that. What about you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Chun2D2. You can find the show on youtube.com slash joyclicks. Podcast services, just look up Excelsior. Avengers Game Podcast, I'm sure, will help because that is the majority of our episodes. Um, You can like review share takes a quick tap or two to express your enjoyment of the show help us reach more folks to listen in every week and of course like i mentioned we will be back next week with a recap of the spider-man 2 news from the playstation showcase but until then excelsior here.